Rolling. Is it? There, are you still there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I fell asleep. <laughs> are you recording? I'm recording. You, you counted Christ. down. I hit the record button, and I think I fell asleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I said, "Dick, what time is it?" Oh, it's. Game time. <laughs> it's also daylight Boom. saving time. <laughs> Your first response is the answer I was looking for. Game time. What time is there it? There you go. Game time. It's always game it's time. It's also daylight saving time. Well, it's daylight saving time for me, not you. Yeah, but it affects me. How does it affect you? You didn't have to do shit. Let's talk about this. This is why we're here because it's drastically affecting us. You used to be three hours ahead of me. Now you're only two. No, means- I am three hours ahead of you now. Are I you used to be really? Two. Yeah, we just. Sp- <laughs> exactly. Yes, we just sprang it is, ahead. It is drastically impacting me. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you th- yeah you think you're being nice and calling me at fucking ten o'clock right now? Yeah, I did think I was being nice. Honestly, I was about to blame daylight saving time for you saying you were still down to record tonight, and I was like, that's because you got an extra hour, but you lost one, didn't you? Yeah, it's like one thirty here now. <laughs> that's um, that's a bummer. So Dedication. that's obviously what we're here to talk about is time. We're going to keep talking about time. This is in our time series, right? So, yes, this is the second episode in our time series. The first being episode 135, Time is Money. I am your host, Sweet Tea. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Catch the Sky podcast. I'm here with Dick Francisco. You may find her on Twitter at I'm Dick Francisco. You may find her on Instagram at the Dick Francisco. You may find me on Twitter at CTS Terry or on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever podcasts are available by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. And as Dick said, we are discussing daylight savings time, but also additionally the way in which people measure time or have chosen to measure time at least in the last couple millennia, because Jesus knows how they were doing it before then. Hey, Well, I mean, it's oh, BC, that was BC, right? That was BC. <laughs> AD. <laughs> Let's go. Dang. Jesus was smart. Probably good at math. Probably good at math. He invented time. Let's be real. Speaking of math, T. Do you happen to know whose idea daylight saving time was? I was taught it was Ben Franklin's idea. So I'm going to say you're right because 
There's nothing. Tell me the Egyptians invented it. Yeah, I mean, of course the Egyptians did. You know, shut up. I forgot. I forgot to mention that last week when we were talking about hummus. You said the Egyptians. Oh, yeah. I was like, of course they fucking did. Of course they did. But it is my understanding that the idea of aligning waking hours to daylight hours to conserve candles was first proposed in 1784 by Benjamin Franklin. So that starts to get into why we do this crazy practice. I have a bone to pick with it. But I want to first start with, did you know that the proper way to say it is daylight saving time, not daylight savings time, which sounds more accurate? So you're wrong if you're calling it daylight savings time. It's just daylight saving time. And I'm like, I don't feel like I'm saving time at all because here we are talking about it. Yeah. Jesus. I know. I feel like it's written as savings time and the media presents it that way all the time. I know, but I'm going to let you know it is daylight saving time. So here's the history of it because I think the history is important because it's one of those things that we do. And we, I say collectively, even though here in Arizona, we don't do it unless you're on the Navajo Nation. Not the Hopi Nation, because the Hopis do not do daylight saving time, but the Navajos do. Here we go. Daylight saving time originated. So there's a lot of different practices, and T, I think you wanted to get into that about calendars and time in general that dates way further back than, say, Benjamin Franklin being like, let's save some candles. But at the end of the day, the origins of it in general were to save energy. And this was, I believe, after or right before World War I, I think, is what happened. Um, the first use of daylight saving dates to like, I think, early 1900s in July. And they started trying to conserve energy and then wartime hits, boom, World War One, and they're like, dang, we're going to use this changing of the clocks to manage and conserve energy. Or is it just a great way to confuse the enemy? Like our attack is going to start at 7 o'clock. Oh, shit, we changed the clocks on you. Oh, so our clocks say seven, but yours still say six, bitches. Yeah, but I feel like it then just confused everybody's body because that's why it's bad for you. I'll get into that. Oh, my body's confused. I'll get into why I feel like it's so terrible. But it really was consistently used for conserving energy, like to manage an energy crisis, if you will. So then that brings me to the questions because I just told you, hey, by the way, Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time and neither does Hawaii. I think there's also a minority of the world's population that does use it, which is strange. But nonetheless, why do you think Arizona doesn't observe daylight savings time? If I told you it was about energy conservation... And that was generally the push. Why do you think we don't do it? Something to do with sunlight. Right? So here in Arizona, 
we kind of already have a lot of daylight, but more importantly, the heat, right? So they started acknowledging that if you were to move the clock, so a move meant that like on 115 degree days in July, the sun would set at say 740 instead of 840 and then that would actually start to avoid say like timing for people who actually go outside like we go outside in Arizona after the sun goes down because it's super bright it's super hot then and so that's actually when activity starts taking place and so the suggestion was there's really no reason in Arizona for us to do that because the heat would actually it's too hot it's too hot to to start changing the clocks around but I still don't think that really responds to this whole daylight savings beyond energy because there was another big reason why daylight saving I'm just gonna say daylight savings time because it sounds better Mm, mm-hmm. mm, I know so or DST if we want to start <laughs> shortening and talking about DST um, yeah, yeah, I like that. It sounds more sexual. It does. So some people are into DST and some people aren't. I happen to That's not. That's your dick sucking talent. I happen to not be into DST. But part of part of the push for DST was also consumerism. So it p- played a total factor. So, okay, I told you during World War I, the, un- the U.S. Department of Transportation was like, oh, we like daylight savings time because it's helping countries engage in an effort to better preserve power and fuel. So that was a thing. But consumerism specifically favored this policy because Americans who were leaving work while the light was still out they said like while leaving work while light was still up, meaning like it was still daylight out, were more likely to go out shopping in what would be perceived as the afternoon because you change the clocks to make it still afternoon. And sports and recreational activities also skyrocketed with greater sunshine hours, making some people believe it was good for their health. But I'm here to contradict that. T. How are you feeling with daylight savings time? Is it your body is just totally in? It just immediately knows that, oh, today's the day that we lose an hour. No, I hate it. I fucking hate it. It's fucking, I was up at two o'clock the other day and then it was all of a sudden it was three o'clock. Didn't get to bed until like four or five o'clock. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And your body just didn't absolutely know it was that day of the, the year? No, it hates exactly. it. Exactly. Your body does hate it. So this it's like is jet lag. This is yeah, it's exactly like that. So this is interesting too that after World War One, the practice of DST, whatever you want that to be, was <laughs> abolished on the national level, and states were allowed to keep it if they wanted to. But because we abolished it at the national level, but allowed it state by state, kind of like marijuana laws. It caused a lot of confusion. And so because different regions were using different local times, this caused massive transportation issues during the industrial complex, essentially. And so ultimately, the Department of Transportation was given federal authority to implement it across the nation again. So now we go back to 
what has really been driving daylight savings time is not energy conservation anymore. It really is back to consumerism. And so I think it's important then when we start thinking about that and going, what is the trade-off for that? And one of them is health-related. There has been an absolute push from doctors, like for years now, to say that it increases so many terrible things in your body because it messes with your circadian rhythm. T, you got rhythm. You got circadian rhythm? Um, no, no, I'm dead inside. (laughs) (laughs) That was a trick question. Of course you have circadian rhythms. Do you know what your circadian rhythm is? No, no, that's what I'm telling you. Maybe at one point I did, but but my 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 soul is gone, and so I just I I function off of the 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 some sort of witchcraft, <laughs> some some sort of alignment of the that's the fair. stars and constellations that doesn't have to do with uh, our own. <laughs> Well, no matter how much you want to try to get away from your circadian rhythms, and you're trying real hard, I know, because you are living a lifestyle that is counter to circadian rhythms. Yeah, I'm going down here. Because I think you're going to work in like three hours and you drive for a living. Insane. So, Jesus, well, lately I've been rewiring. I almost zapped myself a little bit today. I I did zap myself a little bit today. Daddy grabbed a live wire. Then you probably did reset your circadian rhythm doing that, huh? So circadian shocked my heart to some other circadian rhythms are they're physical, they're mental, and behavioral changes that follow a twenty-four hour cycle, and they're natural processes. So they respond to um, light. So they primarily respond to lightness and darkness because they are they affect most living things animals, plants, microbes, and they operate on 24-hour cycles. And so they affect our hormones. They affect, again, animals. They affect plants. And so a circadian rhythm or the circadian cycle is an internal process that essentially is regulating our sleep and wake cycle. And there's obviously lots of things in our environment that, you know, impact that. That's, you know, again poor sleep because you're watching too much TV or <laughs> you got too high or you're stressed out or all kinds of things can impact our that's sleep. What I, that's what I'm saying. This, oh, yeah. this rhythm that you is have completely up broken. Your circadian rhythms, totally. <laughs> but, there is no rhythm here. <laughs> but if we're practicing good, you know, sleep habits, I think we struggle as humans to do that, you know, especially in this, you know, civilized world because there are so many factors and one of them that is really impactful and that's why doctors are speaking out now is daylight saving time, DST, because it can cause sleep problems that because we don't align with those circadian rhythm natural cycles, that 24-hour cycle when we start moving clocks around and then we operate with that clock. So for instance, if you're used to getting up at 6 a.m. every morning, you've all of a sudden shifted that an hour because of an arbitrary move of the clock 
versus your body is naturally supposed to align with those natural environments out there. And so, yeah, during winter months, the sun is out less versus in the summer months. But your body's circadian rhythm in in nature is constantly managing that. And so when we start messing with the clocks, that's when like people will start to experience insomnia during springtime changes, like what's going on for you. And so it doesn't get to align with those natural cycles of light and darkness because we're trying to create this arbitrary kind of eight to five schedule. And again, it's Fuck all you, ben. it's all coming back to consumerism, making sure that the more light there is during the hours that would be normal of business hours, people are operating during those hours, they're spending more money. And uh, and so there's been this push to, to abolish it and get rid of it. And uh, it has not been as successful as I think it should be. So I want- Where does it currently stand? Wasn't this voted? Well, Didn't yeah, they vote here's on this? where I'm at to say- Catch the Sky podcast is um, we're going to get a little political and we're going to take a stance and we're oh. going to throw our our political support behind I think it's Marco Rubio. Kristen Cinema. I think it's actually Marco Rubio. <laughs> so here's what happened. It was last year that I think it was Senator Rubio over there in Florida who put forward the Sunshine Protection Act. Marco, Marco. I know, right? We should play Marco. I say Marco. No, and then you say Rubio. Marco. Polo. (laughs) No, you're supposed to say Rubio. Oh, my God. We are tired. Look, I only learned one way. I learned one way, Dick. You can't be changing the rules on me arbitrarily like this. You can't change rules. You can't change the time. time. None of that. I can't DST you. So he introduced (laughs) the Sunshine Protection Act. And that bill, at, so this is at the, the federal level, that bill, and I think it was originally last year that they tried to abolish daylight savings time, that bill unanimously passed in the Senate. And then uh-huh. it stalled in the House for one reason or another. They were probably just really tired. I'm not going to lie. And they're probably depressed and they probably had seasonal effects. So it's still just a bill? No. So here's what happened. It failed then. It stalled in the House, so it failed last year. So just Uh a couple weeks ago is when Marco Rubio reintroduced it. So he introduced the Sunshine Protection Act, and I believe it passed the Senate again and has yet to pass through the House of Representatives, which would what they refer to as make daylight saving permanent. And it's confusing when you say that it just means we would stop messing with the clock. And so we are here on CTS to join the hashtag lock the clock movement because it's not good for writing it down, writing that down. Yeah. Hashtag lock the clock. I didn't invent that. I didn't invent that at all. I'm just, just jumping on board with it. But yeah, I mean, in the past few years, state legislatures, you know, across the country have considered, I heard over like 450 bills to freaking get this solved so that... That is so many bills. That's a ton of bills, right? Because Just nobody wants to bills. do this. Nobody wants to do this. Sitting out there on Capitol Hills. Yeah, it's... It's a Schoolhouse Rock episode for sure. 
I mean, we <laughs> there really, it is. Let's go. We really need to, you know, solve this. So <laughs> seasonal depression. We've talked about mental health on Hashtag this podcast before. DST. <laughs> DST causes seasonal depression. DST is making you laugh all crazy right now. It no, I'm just laughing that stroke. we fucking dropped a schoolhouse rock yeah, reference to an audience that fucking doesn't even know what schoolhouse rock is. <laughs> oh my god! Rock. I mean, so do I. But like, do kids even learn that way anymore? Do they show that in school anymore? Do you know that song? Um, books, check them out. It was the um, California <laughs> Raisins sang it. Yes. That's love another that. good one. It's a classic, everybody. Yeah. So if you're not familiar with Schoolhouse Rock, go ahead and check that shit out. People are going to be like, you guys are so corny. Yeah, <laughs> we are. But that's how I learned to count. I mean, I'm about to pull up the lyrics to that song. So, oh, yeah, it's so good. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I was spot on. Okay, let's stop reading that. So... <laughs> Yeah, this push, though, again, daylight savings time has, like, changing the clocks twice a year has shown, like, studies, they've done studies on this, that it increases that risk of seasonal depression, stroke, cardiac arrest. Here's the other thing, craziest thing. A 2015 Brookings report also found that robberies dropped 27% during the afternoon hour that gained some extra daylight. I don't even know what that means, but I feel like that means <laughs> that we need to end daylight savings time. J.P. Morgan Chase in 2016 found that day, the end of daylight savings time reduced card spending per capita by 3.5%, showing strong economic benefits. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There's like, it's no longer for consumerism. Like, it's not necessary for it. Everyone's shopping online anyways. And like, they're doing yeah, that shopping whole, while driving, like, shopping while working. As seen on TV. Yeah, duh. Oh, my God. This whole thing. Oh, God. We, we, we just really fuck with the clock too much. I mean, I understand that we need to. And who to, do we think we are? Right? Like, we do need to manage time somehow and measure it somehow so that we're all on the same page. But... It, we're really all over the fucking place as a global community, right? So we're sitting here, at least in the United States, operating off of the fucking Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Which in and of itself is just a tweak of the Julian calendar, which was introduced by Caesar in like 45 BC. So... That was to get us on the same cycle as our trip around the sun, our annual trip around right, the sun, right? right? right. So mm-hmm. 365.25 days, roughly. So this is where things start to get a little interesting with that, is it's not exactly 365.25. So adding the whole leap day in every four years doesn't keep us on track specifically so this is why they've made tweaks and if you actually look at the differences between the julian calendar and the gregorian calendar day 
for the history books, it is March 14th, 2023 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the Gregorian calendar. But in the Julian calendar, it is March 1st. Dang, so, we're going to have to start giving both dates now from now on for the archives. Well, yeah. No, no, no. And I actually, maybe I'm just putting this together now. The Russian Orthodox, and I, I believe the Ukrainian Orthodox, like all of those churches and stuff, they celebrate their they celebrate their Christmas, like what, like two weeks later, right? So this would, wouldn't this start to align with that? This is why they celebrate their Christmas a little bit later? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it, but so you and then you look at the Chinese New Year, right? Uh huh. That doesn't align with our our New Year. These are so many different examples, and we could do a whole episode just on the specifics of how many years need to go by before we're adding another fucking day into the calendar. Like at some point, there's going to be a February thirtieth. I'm sure that's going to be great news, like in <laughs> 2099 or whatever the fuck that you know, like that that'll be a wild year, right? So, uh, I just think it's interesting that this conversation seems like it's probably never going to end, right? Because who knows when the next Ben Franklin's going to come along and think that they have the next great idea for a calendar or daylight savings time or well, it really whatever. Does, yeah, it starts to beg. Can we just question. get back on the sundial? No, Let's well, just get back exactly. to the sundial. It it starts to beg that question about things that are arbitrary and or that we make arbitrary versus how we align with nature in a natural cycle because we can keep messing with clocks and calendars and counting days and what con- is considered a day and what's considered a season but at the end of it all nature still just keeps doing nature like it's just doing its thing, right? And so oh, I think yeah. how we manipulate. So that's really what this is about. This is about like the natural clock and the body clock versus our social clock. And so we're manipulating behaviors to dictate time. And so we can say time is finite, but we're also creating an arbitrariness. Yes, is how you'd say that to it. Benjamin Franklin actually he made the. I think he's famous for making the um, bifocal. No, he's famous for the statement. Electricity. Early, early to bed and early to rise makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. And Easy to say when you're fucking like eight different people, right? Cheating well, on your fucking wife and you got hoes <laughs> in different area codes and shit. Of course, you're going to bed early, you fucking bitch. He's Fuck cl- Ben Franklin. Clearly, you have an ish with Ben Franklin. Here's have you not seen the Office thing. episode on Ben Franklin? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here's my, Call back here's to the my office. thing. I feel like that sucker was sitting around spitting, spitting rhymes. And he ends up writing this rhyme, early to bed and early to rise, makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. He was like, well, shoot, I got to make that true. I mean, he, he was, was like, I don't know, I guess we should just move the clocks so that people get up earlier and then go to bed earlier. Because that's what's happening with daylight savings time. So daylight savings time is creating more early hours, if you will, than like of daylight versus hours at the end of the day so it's like this idea of rising earlier you're using morning sunlight and that was 
okay, got it. But I think jury is out is what I'm hearing on whether daylight savings time really does conserve the amount of energy that makes it worth it for like with reducing the need for lighting and heating versus the impact that it has on us from a a health perspective. So here's where my question comes in. Is maybe I'm an idiot. <laughs> Perhaps we but, we're uncertain at well, this point. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jury's still out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know where that jury but, went, but dang. Right? No, they fell asleep. They're an hour behind. They easily. Uh, They're right. depressed. So daylight saving time kicks in in the fall, then, right? That's when we'd be gaining this hour because I just lost an hour with this spring change. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to, I I just want to clarify that for anybody listening that the, the, the hour of sunlight that we gain is in the fall. Yeah. Cause that's, that's this whole thing of where they were trying to anybody listening. (laughs) <laughs> they were, whoever could be listening there it was trying to figure out when was the best time to add that extra hour of daylight right because that's what we're yeah, messing yeah, yeah. with is when you get that extra hour of daylight so and so they want to try and squeeze it in when the days are shorter right right yes god, god and that's such an american thing and then you would have the one less hour here. of daylight at the start of your work day making so that's where it wasn't practical during the winter Again, like, what do the people in Australia think of all of this? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the question exists for lots of people. What do like? Well, because if, if our days are shorter at that point of the year, doesn't that mean theirs are longer? Because that's their summertime. Well, yeah, no different than even if you start thinking about Alaska and places like that, where right, right, right. So we're like, oh yeah, let's make the days longer. And Australia's like, bitch, our days are already fucking long. It's summer down here, mate. Yeah, and that's where ancient <laughs> civilizations realistically used. They just understood. They adjusted daily schedules to the sun more flexibly, like. I think if you were following You just your, got up on that rooster crow, yes. bruh. Yeah, yeah. And that rooster crows, bruh, when the sun comes up. And so, like, that's really a... We don't operate that way, though. Our social calendar doesn't work that way. And, you know, we don't adjust like that. So, for instance... But it should. Let's well, get back to roosters. That's kind of the argument here, right? That Is, would fix so many fucking problems. Everybody's got a rooster, so we're all getting up at the same time. Well, but then we also in, have all yes. of our chickens, and this fixes the egg crisis. Should I... I don't know about you, but I ain't got an egg crisis. Do you know how many eggs I have in this house? So, well, the the nation seems to. Yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> it's probably because I have them all here. So there's... Just hoarding eggs. I am hoarding eggs. So there really is... <laughs> to the point where you're throwing them at people. You're like, I have too many really eggs. I'm going to go egg somebody's house. Is this reality to... Like, okay, I don't wake up to an alarm. Like, I don't have to. My body wakes up. But I don't think that's because my body's on a healthy circadian rhythm by any means. I think it's probably <laughs> more out of habit and stress of oh, I gotta get up because I don't sleep much right so if this was really the way that like my body was really responding to my environment I would 
be ready to go to bed when it is dark out. I would go to bed easily after a day's worth of, you know, working hard and then whatever that means. And then I would fall asleep and I would wake with the sun. And so in the winter months, that might be later, right? In summer Mm -hmm. months, that would be earlier. And my body is supposed to adjust to that. But I work a, a job that there's an expectation that I am up and operating by a certain time. No matter what, if the clock says it, that's the time, right? It's like. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And so in the winter, for instance, I will leave work. Let's say I leave work at five o'clock every day. I don't, but let's say I didn't. I'm just saying it's schedule. (laughs) In the summer, leaving work at five, I've got hours of daylight still. In the winter, it's dark by five. Okay. Mm But my body is supposed to adjust to those things and we should be allowed to do that. But our social calendar and then our economy and, you know, that becomes the whole argument is if we did this, you know, we would suffer. But that's where the push is on the other end is the toll that it's taking, decreasing life expectancy, causing mental and cognitive problems and the amount of cost associated with the health related issues is it really benefiting us then on the consumerism side and the energy saving side? That seems to be the debate. And I'm taking a stance. Hashtag lock the clock. <laughs> I just Hashtag schoolhouse that. rock. Right? <laughs> I think schoolhouse rock schoolhouse needs to rock. do an episode on lock the clock. Bang. <laughs> That's where I'm at. So. So. What we've gathered, or at least what I've gathered from this episode, is just like many other things in our natural world, humanity wants to put their own little fucking signature on it. It's just it's just like the food episode, right? Oh, you gotta fucking taste it this way. Or you gotta <laughs> measure time this way. Or this is when we're gonna have leap year. It's just like, no, bitches, just be more natural. Just go with the flow. Let's, God. Yeah. Makes it too confusing. Yeah. And I think that confusion is what leads to this whole disruption people would just be happier and like less depressed and i think if we just managed our circadian rhythms and yeah went with and not just jet lag our fucking population twice a year yeah and that's exactly what's happening (laughs) we're just like here you go bitches we're just gonna shift you into a different time zone here (laughs) but i'm always i'm always amazed and still intrigued by the um i don't know what it is is it the balls that we have as humans to um (laughs) some of us i mean half of us don't make me show you mine (laughs) to conquer nature though i mean because circadian rhythms and this 24 hour well, cycle I don't think nature gives a fuck about our daylight saving no time. nature doesn't at all but we still attempt to and maybe it's right. not conquer but override right or defy there's the word we defy nature with our practices and i am always just intrigued by 
the human yeah, nature don't give a fuck the human capacity and the human gall to defy nature and i think dst is one of the ways we do that time zones oh that's a whole nother stitch the history of time zones and i get it because we're trying to find ways to communicate and operate with each other especially in a global economy Ugh, that made me throw up in my mouth but here we are arguing that so do you think we need to get back to nature hashtag lock the clock well here's the thing if we didn't have time zones yeah do you think the world would operate more efficiently if everybody everywhere all at once <laughs> ooh oscar's reference operated based on like say they say we all had sundials right yeah and it was what say like midnight here but 11 central time and somebody in between my time zone and that time zone it would be what 11 30 <laughs> like do you think we should all operate like that just having our just a, a few miles over you know you get you're a minute ahead or a minute behind that was <laughs> hold on that reminds me there was who was the guy that wanted to do that where it was like every year or something or gosh, maybe it was a few times a, a year to adjust the clocks by 20 minutes because I think he was trying to acknowledge what you were saying about the calendar. And then it was like, well, that's extra confusing. Now we're doing it. I think it was the British. And oh, were, well, yeah, that might be. Yeah, that might be more for the 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 fact that our annual cycle is not exactly 365.25 right but i'm just thinking more for like the fact that it is what almost 2 a.m here which means it's almost 11 there but say somebody 50 miles east of you right it would be more like 11 15 or whatever you know something like that right do you think it would be healthier to operate that way or do you think everybody would be fucking confused I think there would be confusion, but I think that's where we keep falling back into confusion because we still have a social reality to acknowledge because I think that was back to, and I don't know if I portrayed it accurately earlier when we were talking about daylight saving time reduces some types of crime. And that's one of the proponents for it because the idea of daylight savings time is to maximize daylight during these social hours that are normalized and so when you move those hours to maximize daylight that we would be operating in they've seen reductions in certain types of of crime and i'm like well again is that worth it though <laughs> the criminals are just jet lag like everybody else i know yeah, they're not immune yeah don't you blame crime on a on daylight savings time i was curious this is my kind of last point on this was what was Cher singing about what in what in what song if i could turn back time oh is it oh. about daylight savings time <laughs> Was she um, on to something before the rest of us? Well, I mean, I think it would have already been established at that point. 
Or are you saying she was on to abolishing it? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it sounded like she was just on board with what was already was happening. Like, I feel like this might have been the early, like, lock the clock movement was Cher just like, if I could turn back time, right? And then leave it there. I thought Cher was the predecessor to T-Pain. Oh. <laughs> T-Pain wasn't the first one to popularize auto-tune. <laughs> you might have just blown my mind right there. Oh, come on. Anybody who thought Cher could sing like that into her fucking like 70s or whatever. It's fucking on crack. <laughs> <laughs> and now for anyone who made it to this this far in the episode, we've now offended them. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah. <laughs> on that note. To all of our Cher fans out there. To all those Cher fans. Oh, man. It's such a classic. <laughs> You didn't have this one preloaded into the deck stick? I didn't because daylight savings time has got me all screwed up and I don't even celebrate it. Um right? this, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to add that in post edit. You might have to post edit that in now, right? Jesus. Or just let God. it sound that terrible, but I would encourage everyone to go watch this video. It's very It's like the village people in the navy, but with Cher. Mm. Wasn't there a sailor in the village people? Yeah, and there was a bunch of sailors in this video. <laughs> Either way, Cher, <laughs> we hear you. It was like it, it was like if we focused on just one of the village people's lives. Yes. Village person. <laughs> Do you know when this song came out? There's a quiz question for you. Holy Jesus. No, I, 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 could, I don't even think I could tell you the right decade. 80s? 80s. Yeah. July 1st, okay. 1989. Woo! All right, cool. If I could cool. turn At least... back time, T. If I... Well, because like, I'm not... born yet? Were you born yet? No, that's what I'm saying. Oh a, I God. wasn't born. A, I wasn't born. And B, Cher's career spanned like fucking six decades oh. so for for me to get the right one because what sunny and Sh- about the fact that you weren't even born yet right but sunny and share was 70s right yeah 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 she shot this right. music video on the uss missouri it's great jesus christ wearing a leather and thong that revealed her tattooed buttocks and, a, and straddling a cannon Go share. She gave zero Fs about getting DST <laughs> on that ship. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she gave a bunch of DST. All I know is Cher was early on in our battle against DST. <laughs> and Cher, we salute you. <laughs> Hashtag lock the clock. T, I gotta lock the clock. I I am falling asleep on you here, buddy. That's it, huh? It is. Well, that is what is happens what when you fucking record. Time does to us. Right. I mean, this is also what pressing record at like. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever recorded this late. 
<laughs> I mean, not intentionally. We've recorded. No, like, like we've recorded late before, but yeah, this is this is a good one. This is. And I am epic. so happy that it turned out so well, given where we were pre-recording here. And I just love that we're <laughs> telling ourselves how well it turned out already, because right? that's what we do. We encourage ourselves. <laughs> Yeah, right. Be sure to pat yourself on the back every once in a while. We sure do. <laughs> so thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Catch the Sky podcast. As always, I am Sweet Tea, joined by Dick Francisco, and you can find her on Twitter at I'm Dick Francisco or on Instagram at the Dick Francisco. You may find me on Twitter. I don't even know the last time I tweeted. At CTS Terry, and you may find me on Facebook. Instagram is definitely the hot spot. YouTube, Spotify, or wherever podcasts are available by searching for the Catch the Sky podcast. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and you'll be notified whenever we drop our weekly episodes. Thank you for tuning in, and until next week, be sure to get some sleep to make up for all this bullshit. Lock the clock. Keep trying to catch the sky.